This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. 93-7, a ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakovan. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Yay, yay. Yeah. On the block where the block is hot. And hey, you're not Jake Bakovin. You're not Bach. <laughs> That is my partner for the day. Yes, sir. We, my man, Nate Doggy Dog. We thank you, man, for joining us. Yeah, for sure. Here on the block at 93.7, the ticket, the ticketfm.com. We appreciate you. We're going to continue with hitting the hardwood. We've got some some uh, important games, some people's, their lifeline is on the line. They've got some fish on the hooks, and maybe they're going to be gone fishing after the night's over. <laughs> We'll take it out to the Eastern Conference with hitting on the hardwood with strict NBA recaps and also what's going on for the NBA playoffs in the Eastern Conference right now. Tonight, Atlanta is on the verge of elimination there in Miami at 7 p.m. tonight on NBA TV. They are down three to one, the one in the eight seed. I think it gets closed out tonight. Uh, as you stated before, I do not think Trey Young is a guy that can can I think he's a great complimentary guy, but I don't think he's a, a an A option to be able to lead you beyond. Yes, they got they went deep, got to the conference finals, and uh, ended up coming up short. But at the end of the day, I still think they're missing some uh, important pieces that can get him there. And I think he needs a lead role. Uh, he is a great second option to me, but I don't think he is that guy that can get you to the top of the the pyramid, so to speak. Yes, Drake, I like I've said, I completely agree with you. I don't think Trey Young's the guy. Uh, I think the Hawks are an interesting team because if you put a number one around their team, they have the pieces. Like you said, they have the role players. They have the pieces. Last year they were in the Eastern Conference Finals, for crying out loud. What would you say is the one thing that's holding Trey Young back from being that guy? Because I, I, I agree with you, and I don't even know if I can really put my finger on it, but it just seems like he's one of those guys, very similar to a Russell Westbrook, there's something there that's missing, and I, I really don't know if I can put my, my fingers on it. Yeah, uh, you know, he he's Steph Curry-ish, but doesn't do to me the same types of things right. that Steph does as far as being able to set up guys and, and do things. Yes, he does have some good numbers, but I think he plays a little bit too much. Um, sometimes he takes bad shots and, you know, when they're going, they're going, but right. when they're not, they're not. And and so just like Westbrook, the, 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 <laughs> yep. the scouting report on him is he can shoot you in, but he can sure shoot you out. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think at, at times that's what ends up happening with Trey. Um, and then you just have a bunch of great complimentary guys just standing around watching, and then it ends up with a bad possession in some some instances. So I, I think that continues, especially Miami would definitely love to close this out, being yeah. that Boston has done so. They want they would love to get that same amount of rest that they're going to be able to get waiting on the next opponent to come and see them. 
And so uh, I, I think Miami would definitely like to get that rest in order to uh, see what happens uh, with Toronto and Philly, who doesn't play actually until Thursday. So, I mean, the crazy thing about the NBA is that's the things you've got to look at, right? You close out tonight, you're, you've got at least a minimum of four, four to five days rest because that series doesn't finish until Thursday in Toronto if, if Philly even closes it out. So right. you can end up with a great amount of time to recoup and rejuvenate and replenish, uh, get healthy if there's any type of nagging injuries. So if I'm Sepulstra and I'm, I'm telling those guys, we don't play no games with Atlanta tonight. We do what we did in game four. We go for the juggler mm-hmm. and we blow them out and just end the game so we can all rest, let our secondary guys, third guys get out there, get a little bit of playoff experience and, and call it a day. Now, are you more of a, a rest guy? It sounds like, or, or have you ever been, Heck yeah. okay, we're hot. We've we've played a couple games in a row. We are clicking on all cinders. We're blowing out teams. We want to keep playing, or is it once you get to the NBA playoffs, it's just such a grind. You have to have that time off. That that yeah, because it doesn't get it doesn't get easier. In in the first rounds, you want to try to close them out. Right. You want to be preserved. And you know, if you're a high volume, high uh, minute team, um, not much depth. But Miami does have good depth. Yeah. But you you want to be able to go all out. Uh, especially with what's going to be posed against them if Philly comes out of it. You want to be able to have just total energy. You don't want right. to give up none of those first two games. And you want to put yourself in a good position to uh, be able to win the series and, and put the pressure on Philly and not give them that one game in Miami. Right. Yeah. Second game, obviously we said it's not going to be on Thursday, but Toronto is down 3-2. to two. Uh, again, we don't know what the prospects of how Harden's going to, which Harden is going to show up, which beard is going to be, be out there on the court. We have no clue on what's going to show up with them. It's also going to depend on what Tyrese Maxey's able to do. But the the thing is, is they're on the road. They've got to go on the road and, and make yeah. it happen after 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 coming up short uh, and actually in good fashion, fifteen point uh, loss to Toronto. Toronto's still fighting. They're they're still in it. They feel. And they're back home. They can tie the series up and, and put it into a game seven. So um, that extra rest, those extra couple days, it's going to be a, a tremendous game there in Toronto. And uh, I expect that it may they may pose a threat to them. It may go seven. How much of an impact? Because I, I, I've heard all about Toronto's fan base, especially when they made that finals runs a few years back. Hell, sometimes it looked like a college basketball arena with some of those fans, how crazy they get. How much of an impact does that have just having the fan base behind you, not only for the Raptors knowing that, hey, our fan base is behind us, this place is going to be insane, but if you're the 76ers coming in, this is a hostile environment. Like This is going to be tough, not only in a game six, but to close out the series. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Um, one, well, you're getting good rest, so that's good. So what, like I said, whatever ailments mm-hmm. you're able to get a couple of days of treatment and do all of those things. And you're able to go out there and, and, and make a strong push to try to get it done. But like you said, the element of what, what the Toronto crowd is going to be bringing to them and the energy that's going to be in the mm-hmm. building is going to make it really tough for them to be able to close them out. It's going to come down to it. It's going to come down to who's going to execute, who's going to make the adjustments from the first half to the second half. 
and and who's going to win the 50-50 balls, who's going to secure the rebounds, who's not going to allow extra possessions, who's going to hold true to the turnover game. And then again, who's going to show up for Philly, whether or not they show up or not. So that's going to be the key. Would you say that, I don't even know if you could say it now, but the trust the process, I would consider they're still part of the trust trust the process era, trust the process phase. If they end up blowing this to the Raptors, blow a 3-0 lead, do you just blow it up and start from scratch? Is the process finished? Philly? Yeah. No. Because, no, I mean, I this would be so. a historic comeback for the Raptors. That, and, yeah, that that would be absolutely historic. And, it, it, listen, <laughs> it would break the mold on, on all analytics concerning that. There's no question about that. But, yeah, that that that, that I, you, you wouldn't blow it up. But, again, you would have to look not necessarily at the team, but you would have to look at Doc. Yeah. And at this point, because – you know, yes, Doc got it done with KG, got it done with Paul Pierce, got it done right. with Ray Allen. But he's had great teams. Yeah. Those Clippers teams were nice. Yeah. Hasn't been able to get it done. Right. So at that point, you'd have to look at Doc. Right. You know, I that there's just no other place I I would be able to look at that point. Right. I'd have to look at Doc. Right. Going on, we're moving on in the Eastern Conference. Again, we know that Boston has closed out Brooklyn. They brought out the big brooms, the brooms. Not, not, not the small they brought out the <laughs> the big uh you know uh commercial brooms for them it just they just you know listen it, those games were tight though they're, they're every game pretty much was was tight it came down to it it's just the resiliency the lessons that boston learned in in some of those playoffs where they came up short those guys have matured those guys have grown they know what it takes to 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 lock down in the in the later halves of the of, of the fourth quarter and get the job done. They got the job done. Kudos to Boston. My C's, happy for them. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do, but they're getting that good rest. Milwaukee's up 3-1. They don't play, they 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 have an opportunity to finish it off on Wednesday, 7:30 on TNT at home. And so uh the last few games have not been close at all. They've been tremendous blowouts. I think Milwaukee is giving it. I mean, uh, Chicago is giving it everything that they could. Taking two L's in Chicago doesn't look well, and that Milwaukee crowd is also going to be in there, ready to get that job done and to close that series out. Yeah, the, I think they probably close it out here. Vegas has it as a twelve-point line, which, woof, that's a lot of points. The matchup predictor has Milwaukee at eighty-one percent. It'll it'll be interesting to see, right? Zach Levine's out, so again, I think you you finish this. Yeah. But we we've talked about it extensively, Strick. These Eastern Conference playoffs, there there's just so many questions. Without Middleton, yeah. listen, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, it, it looks like the next matchup would then be the Celtics. If I had to, cho- oh. just going into it, first off, hell of a series, especially if Middleton can come back. But going off of that, if I had to tell you right now who I think is going to win that series, I don't know. Like I, I, I legitimately wouldn't be able to tell you. So it goes into your point where you want to get some rest. If you're Milwaukee, they're without Levine. You're playing at home. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's get Middleton healthy. Let's get some guys healthy. And let's just start focusing on Boston. So, yeah, at that point, you would definitely be looking probably at a Friday start if right. they're able to close that game out. Um, they're going to be – in that rhythm of flow, whereas, like you said, Boston, so they may have an opportunity to go in and maybe steal one. 
right. because they're going to be kind of in a rhythm and a flow. Those first starts to the series, yes, you've got scouting reports. Yes, you know what they're trying to do and what they're trying to get done. But at the end of the day, it's still got to be played. Mm-hmm. And usually the adjustments don't occur until game two and game three. Right. And so you may be able to see a, a Milwaukee come in there. If they've got a hot hand, they've got energy, they're feeling good, they're confident, they're able to close this out, get a little bit of rest, but still have mm-hmm. the, the the blood flowing from right. just coming off of a series win to maybe go in there and, and get something done. So Who, that's going to be what, what we're looking at. Who's the best player in that series? Definitely Giannis for Giannis. me. Giannis? Even with Tatum playing, the way it's going right to be now? Giannis and Tatum. Yeah, because here's the thing: Tatum's playing out of his. Mind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who Milwaukee has that can guard Tatum. But then at the other end, I like <laughs> Horford. I like what they're going to do. Right. There's going to be a lot of load action against Giannis. But at the end of the day, he's not going to have Marcus Smart on him. And if they try to continue to switch with Giannis, it's going to be trouble because mm. Giannis is just too big, too, too strong. good. Yeah, yeah, he's too good. Moving over to the Western Conference, this is the one that I think is trouble. This is the one that it could be that 1-8, they could be in the history books as one of, I think, three teams that have been able to do it. They they would probably be like the third that would be able to uh, be in that category. But, um, yeah, man, I I think they're in trouble. And we saw that there was no Chris Paul show up. Is Chris Paul going to show up on on tonight at TNT at 10 o'clock? We'll see. They're at home in Phoenix. They play very well in Phoenix. Uh, they, the crowd's going to be phenomenal. Um, are we going to have a, you know, uh, a Zion Williamson sighting in this series? Doesn't look like it, but I, I would venture to say if he can give me 15, close it out, I would love to see it. It's interesting you say that, Strick, because I'm looking at the matchup right now on ESPN an injury report, New Orleans has no injured players. I don't know if in, in games past they've been listing Zion on the injury report, but as of right now, they have no injured players. So I, I don't know if he gives you 10, 15. We've seen him do 360 windmill dunks for crying out loud and warm up. So what off are you waiting vert. for? Off the vert, too. For not, real. Not, not moving, off the vert. And it's uh, and no, we're <laughs> not going to play him. And we're not going to play him because this is our franchise guy. Guess what, New Orleans? It's the playoffs. That part. Come on. I don't really understand that one, but I got to agree with you. And you know I'm a Chris Paul guy. You know I love me some Chris Paul, but, man, that last game was brutal. And it's just it, it was it was not looking good. Devin Booker is really the core to that team, which I, until, up until this point, I always said it's Chris Paul. I think it's it's been proven that Devin Booker's the gel that holds that team together. So, yeah, I think the Suns are in trouble. And I think right here, you're at home. You're playing in Phoenix. Game five, you lose this, it's done. I'm with you. You, you got to win game five at home. There's no question. No question about it. You've got to take care of business. And uh, the series that has been going back and forth and back and forth, but now they've got their star player back in Luka Doncic who has returned and returned with vengeance. Luka had 33 points on 13 rebounds, a double-double, solid double-double in his first playoff game coming off his calf injury where they routed, I mean, blasted Utah. Didn't even allow him to get to 80 points, 102 to 77 on Monday night to take a 3-2 lead in this series. And and listen, you know, I, I, I give kudos to Jalen Brunson, who held it down in Luka's absence. Mm-hmm. Luka came back, struggled in game four, but, but hey, listen, turned it around in game five and made it be known as to why he brings Luka magic when he shows up on the court. Listen, the, the Mavericks are a sleeper. I, I agree with you. And they got rid of Kristaps Porzingis. 
Look, I know he's a good player and all. That That's what changed. When he left the, the team, yeah. it changed. And I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the locker room. I don't know if it was the personnel giving guys other opportunities, whatever it may be. Watch out for the Mavericks. And I've been saying for a couple of years now, it just takes one of these one of these playoff series, we're going to see Luka Doncic prove that he is, if not the best player in the NBA, a top three player in the NBA. And the kid, the kid can play. He's special. And now Jalen Brunson, like you said. He can play. The, the, Dude can play, and when you have an an all world player in Luka Doncic, and you have that piece that's ready to go, hey, I, I'm taking the Mavericks, especially because I'm pretty sure their matchup would be. I, I'm not sure. I'll have to look at it. I, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But I know no, they their would matchup be, is going to be the Phoenix, the Phoenix Pelicans. So it would be. So if the Pelicans win, they would end up playing the Pelicans. Yeah. There's your path. Yeah. They're they're right there yeah, in itself. Path. There's your path to the Western Conference Finals, and then at that point, mm-hmm. anything can happen. So hey, if the Mavericks made a run to the Western Conference Finals, all I'll say is don't be surprised. I'll also say don't be surprised when the Utah Jazz blow it up in the offseason when it doesn't work out. Yeah, and, and and the thing the thing if if the Mavs do get to where they play, they would have to play um, um, Golden State. Mm-hmm. That would be a tremendous matchup. But I, I would have to favor Golden State. I, 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 I don't know if defensively that uh, <laughs> that they, the Mavs would be able to contain all of that movement that goes on. They, they're, 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 they switch, but they're not a great switching defending no. team. And if you're switching and, and having to get you know those mismatch opportunities that would exist mm-hmm. between that team, they would probably have to play small. And, and yeah. they're capable. They're yeah. very capable with Luka's ability to rebound. They're very capable of going small, but um, I, I would favor that matchup with Golden State. But like you said, anything is possible. <laughs> Especially, hey, you got that Mark Cuban Mavericks that, magic, magic, man. Hey, man, in 2011, they had that Dirk, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry. The Mavericks have done it once. Why not again, right? Hey, who knows? Who knows? A lot of up and down right now, 2-2. Uh, this game is going to commence back in Memphis between the Memphis uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves, the series is tied. It's been back and forth. I think in this series, you you know you've got Carl Anthony Towns averaging almost thirty points in the wins and like eleven points or something like that. Crazy, like in the <laughs> low teens, right. When they lose, right. So it's I, I think it's going to go through Carl Anthony Towns. If Carl Anthony Towns can give them two more of those those tremendous games that he's been able to provide. I think it brings trouble. They held Jaw down, um, gave them, but but in Jaw being held down, Desmond Bain went nuts for yeah. a three. So uh, in, in that series, it, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, Edwards could go. I mean, it's just so many things that can happen in that series. So I'm interested to watch that one tonight. I'll be tuned in watching mm-hmm. this one to see how that goes in this series. I I don't know if it's just because I'm a Timberwolves fan. I love the small market when the small especially like Minnesota. Out I think it's been outside of that Jimmy Butler year with Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, that team. It'd been 10, 12 years before that they'd made the playoffs entirely. And that's when they had KG. And before that, as a franchise, they'd never made the playoffs. I love the small market team. I love how invested the Minnesota fans are. Patrick Beverly, love the energy that he brings. This is going to be my hot take. The Timberwolves take it in six. And we're going to find out mm. tonight if that, ends, if that ends up happening. It very well might not. But that's going to be my hot take for the first round. I got the Timberwolves in six. 
Mm, huge prediction right there. Yeah. Uh, finalizing coming up to a close on Wednesday, Denver will find themselves in Golden State for game five of that series. And it looks, you know, it looks like it could be over. For yeah. Me. I, I just they, they barely pulled it out, but they did it in Golden State. They look just very lethargic. The Golden State is like they just were just kind of just kind of going through the motions and still almost won the game. I just don't think there's enough there out of Denver to go back into Golden State and and, and, and steal another one. No, once once the Nuggets found out they weren't. Well, actually, I think this game. Yeah, this game is in Golden it's State. It's in Golden Absolutely. State. Yeah. Once yeah. once the Nuggets announced that Jamal Murray wasn't coming back for the playoffs. It was done then and there. I think it's just you can't go from having a guy that dropped, what, 55 in the bubble, basically willed them to the Western Conference finals by himself, and then you get the blow that he's not coming back at all in the playoffs. Once that was done, morale was down. Nah, this is a wrap. I think tonight will – or excuse me, tomorrow night will do it. It's a wrap. All right, that closes out our our Hitting the Hardwood segment. We're going to come back and talk about the top 10 college quarterbacks and the Heisman Watch for 2022 for the NCAA season of next year. We're going to see what they're talking about when we come back right here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com.